Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yeah, it's great to have you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about what we believe as Catholics. This week we're talking about prayer. And uh, why don't we uh, go over the five types of prayer again, if we could, Father? Sure, we'll go over the five types of prayer. Just be, just before we do, I, I want to say that, you know, there's one can never overestimate the importance of prayer. Prayer is so important, certainly in the Christian life. The... Um, Prayer has the power to work miracles. It has the power to change people's lives. And um, so uh, it's, it, it's something we, we really need to think about and um, strategize and um, ponder how we're going to get our prayer life in order. That's because a great point, Father. It's been a while since I've heard that point made, but it is... Prayer is powerful and it's divine. It's it's an encounter with the living God. So that's the greatest source of power in the entire universe. And when we put ourselves in touch with that, miraculous things can happen, not just for ourselves, but for our family and our friends and our loved ones. Yeah, prayer can affect more than any other thing, any of the power we know. Um, and uh, it's a uh, that's why it's so important that we understand it. Then, and there are, there are many different ways of praying. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks of uh, five different types of prayer. Um, first, it speaks of blessing and adoration, um, where we um, basically, uh, you know, adore the Lord. And one way, one great way of doing that is adoration of the Blessed Sacrament mm-hmm. through exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. Adoration, and the second type of prayer is the prayer of petition, where we ask the Lord for the good things we need, and you know He knows the good things we need um, that uh, our our expressing our asking Him for things is not telling Him something He doesn't already know, but it has an effect on us. As with all pre- as with all prayer, our prayer of petition has an important effect on us. And then the third type of prayer that the Catechism talks about is the prayer of intercession, where we intercede for others. In other words, we're not, we don't just simply pray for ourselves, we pray for others. And we can be powerful sources of grace for other people through the prayer of intercession, especially when they're suffering and in need. Um, and even, of course, we can intercede for our loved ones who have died. Uh, the souls in purgatory are in special need of our intercessory prayers. Then the fourth type of prayer the Catechism speaks of is the prayer of thanksgiving. Uh, so, and that's very important. In fact, the word Eucharist, which means the Mass, the word Eucharist comes from the Greek language, which means thanksgiving. 
And so uh, thanksgiving is a very high form of prayer, uh, gratitude, and it certainly is an act of humility to show gratitude to God for uh, in recognition that everything we have is from him. And gratitude also for the fact that not only for the things he's clearly given us, but for the fact that we're able to work for things also. In other words, sometimes God wants us to work for something because there's a certain benefit to us by working to attain something. So prayer of thanksgiving. Uh, And then the fifth type of prayer that the Catholic talks about is the prayer of praise, where we do nothing else but just talk about how fantastically great God is, not only because of the things that he does for us, but because of who he is is in himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, So these five types of prayers that the Catechism speaks of, blessing and adoration, prayer of petition, prayer of intercession, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of praise, we, we need to exercise all these types of prayers. And, of course, the Mass, the highest form of prayer, incorporates all five types of prayer in it. Mm-hmm. If you had to rank uh, the prayers in the Catholic Church, uh, obviously the Mass is number one. It's the highest form of prayer. And, and part of it is because Jesus gave it to us, but also it's, it's, it's where we can literally participate in Christ's once and for all sacrifice. It's the closest we will ever be to Jesus on this side of, the, of heaven. That uh, the Holy Mass, where we participate, where we enter into His passion, death, and resurrection, uh, where we receive Him, body and blood, in Holy Communion, where our, the forgiveness of our sins takes place, um, and uh, where uh, we are given a pledge of future glory, where the, the we. Um, are renewed and revitalized in the life of grace and um, the life of heaven. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of a book that I read about someone who had a near-death experience and they went to heaven. And one of the things they saw in heaven was these giant rooms and the walls were like a mile high and there were these huge walls in this room. And this person uh, asked, you know, what's this? These are the rooms that have the storehouse of graces in heaven just waiting for us to ask for them. And so the Mass is the greatest source of grace and the help that we need from heaven is ours for the asking. But you bring a good point. So many people don't have a daily prayer life. They don't recognize the fact of the power of prayer, how powerful it is. So by getting in the habit of daily prayer and again what I love is daily mass I love starting every day off with the rosary and the mass even sometimes I forget to ask for enough because we can't uh, you talked about how much do we sell short uh, asking of our mother how about God (laughs) why should we shortchange God and what he can do for us and for our loved ones who are struggling or uh, for our country and for the world you know, we pray for an end to abortion, for example, and, and many other things. We can't limit, put a limit on what God can do. And what God wants to do for us. You know, God wants to give us so much more than we even ask for. 
And, you know, when we pray, we're, prayer is always a response to God's grace. In other words, we're not, when we pray, we're not getting God's attention. God's getting our attention. Prayer is always a response to God moving us to enter into conversation with him, to spend time with him, to raise our minds and our hearts to him. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the best ways to organize your prayer life, daily mass. You know, people, they, they spend time, they come early, they do some prayers beforehand, they, uh, then they, ha- they celebrate the Holy Eucharist, the Mass, and then they spend some time afterwards in prayer. And that's a great way to organize your prayer. But let's say your work schedule doesn't allow you to go to daily Mass. Stop at the church. Say a few prayers at the church. You know, just being in the church, being where the Holy Mass is celebrated, is a great way of receiving the graces of the Mass. Um, And, you know, because you can think about that the grace that we receive at Mass, residual graces continue on in the church. And, you know, in different ways, rosaries, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, the Liturgy of the Hours, reading the Liturgy of the Hours is a great. These are all ways the church gives us to help us organize our prayer life. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't it true in the Old Testament that the the people of Israel could only go on the Sabbath into the temple where the Ark of the Covenant was? And here we have, again, so many people don't recognize the power, like you just said, of just being in the presence of the tabernacle, of, of Jesus in the Eucharist, in the tabernacle. Again, most churches don't have uh, Eucharistic adoration. Uh but even if they don't, the tabernacle, God's there. The living God is there in in that earthly throne, if you will. And again, most of us don't even recognize it. But again, the nuns, I remember teaching me to take my hat off when I drive by a church or to make the sign of the cross, acknowledging the presence of God in that church. Yeah, just and just going into the church is like a, it's like a mini retreat. It's a way of getting away from everything. And it's always you, quiet. There's no mass going on. It's always quiet. You know, lots of uh, m- many of us need a retreat. We need to get away, and yet our busy schedules and distances don't always allow for that. But every time you go into a church and spend a few minutes in quiet, you're on a retreat. You've gone away. That's like going up the mountain. That's like getting away from everything. Um, so these are, uh, um, and the Lord's always there waiting for us to come. You know, uh, to. Uh, enter into conversation with us to help us. That's a great point you make also, Father. And again, I haven't heard it for a while where God wants to do more for us than we even ask. And again, his love for us is greater than we can even imagine. But what he wants for us is more than we can imagine. And so I I think of my own self in my prayer life. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm asking for too much. And the reality is I'm probably not asking for enough for myself, for my loved ones, for the world, sure. for our country. You know, when we talk about prayer, Tim, we talk about maybe our favorite prayer books. My favorite prayer book, of course, is the Bible. Look at Read the Bible. That's that's my favorite prayer book. And um, But what if you don't feel like praying? You know, not everyone feels like praying. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's where human intelligence and human creativity come into play. We need to come up with a strategy. Okay, maybe I don't feel like doing this. Is there something I can do that will, you know, spur my attention, that will uh, interest me, that will excite me in terms of prayer? Something that will bring me into uh, deeper into prayer. You know, um, I, I, like I say, I love reading the Bible, but maybe the Bible's not. Maybe it's a video. Maybe it's a particular religious movie that will excite you. But we need to use our intelligence and our creativity to come up with a strategy to jumpstart and organize our prayer life. And, and, you know, God has given us this great intelligence and great creativity for that help. Let's mm-hmm. use it. Good point. And that's why the nuns taught me when I was a little boy to go to Mass. And, and I've done it ever since. And if I don't go... I feel like I've really missed something. We've been listening to Father Greg Maturi on prayer. Father, can we have your blessing before we go, please? Heavenly Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us to move us to prayer, to teach us how to pray, for we are weak and we don't always know how to pray. Uh, And so we ask your Holy Spirit to teach us and move us how to pray. Amen. Amen. Just a reminder that all of our past Faith with Father shows are archived at livingbreadradio.com. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. May God bless you and yours. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.